Pastor teaches what kept the ten spies from entering the promised land and enjoy their blessings. This message encourages to see yourself crossing the Jordan and enjoying the blessings the Lord has kept for you because you are on the brink of your healing and breakthrough. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Joshua chapter 6. Verses 1 and 2. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Amen. And the Lord said unto Joshua, the second verse, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. One more scripture, the 20th verse. So the people shouted, when the priest blew with the trumpets and it came to pass when the people heard the sound sound of the trumpet of the trumpets and the people shouted with a great shout and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city so that the people went up into the city every man straight before him every man straight before him and they took the city and they took the city say amen amen you will take your city amen. hallelujah amen. blessed be the name of jesus tonight i want to title the message on the brink on the brink amen some of you are on the brink of your miracle, of your healing, your breakthrough. Yes. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. The children of Israel crossed over Jordan and they're stepping into their promised land. We know the story. For 40 years, they've been in the wilderness. But they're coming into the fulfillment of their promises. Every one of us, we have a promise from God. We have our own promised land. It might be the promise of His favor surrounding you, of Him using you mightily for His kingdom, of His healing presence upon your body. It could be any promise, but he has given you a promise. And if you're one who has received a promise from the Lord at some point of your life, and you're waiting for the fulfillment and you're on the brink, tonight is your night to step in faith, to say, Lord, I thank you that you will make me cross the Jordan and you will see me inherit the promises that you've laid forth for my life. Lift your hand, give a shout to Jesus tonight. Lift your voice and say, Jesus. Lift your voice and say, Jesus. Lift your voice and say, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen is not for God to hear. Amen is for you. Are you with me? Amen means so be it. So when God gives you a word, you're saying, so be it. It is not to encourage the preacher. It is to say, yes, so be it. So you are taking your city. Say amen. You are crossing over your Jordan. You're going to see Jericho wall come down. You're going to see the manifestation of the promise. 
and you're enjoying the promises of God in your life. Open your mouth and say yes. Amen. Amen. Lift your voice. Give one more shout unto Jesus tonight. Give one more shout unto Jesus tonight. Give one more shout unto Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, we know the story. Moses had sent out 12 spies. 10 of them came back. With a negative confession. Two of them, we know who's the names of those two. Joshua and Caleb. They said, we will take the land. Amen. Why didn't those 10 people give up positive confession? Three reasons why they did not enter the promise. On the brink of receiving their breakthrough, but they turned back. That word brink means the point where a new or different situation is about to begin. Extremely close to it. That's what the word bring means. Extremely close. But 10 of them said we will not go in. Why? They had excuses. Everyone who does not receive a fulfillment of a promise of excuse. I've been a pastor for so many years now by the grace of God. They had four excuses. They said the people are strong in that land. They said they are children of Anak, super beings, sons of a giant. The cities are walled, too many barriers, and the land will eat up their own people. This land will consume us. That's what they said. Why? Because the Bible says they focused on what they saw and not on what they heard from God. In your present situation, you might be focusing on what you have seen with your eyes. Maybe that ulcers or that skin problem or you have seen something in your circumstances that are not what God promised you and you are seeing that and you have forgotten what God spoke to you. You have rejected or you have denied that voice, the word that God spoke to you. And so you have excuses. You're saying this land is too strong. These walls are too high. There are giants. I don't think I can have the blessing of God in my life. I think everybody else can have the promise, but I don't think we will enter the land. But tonight don't say, don't say those excuses. Listen to what God has said. Take the promise of God. Heaven and earth might pass away, but the word of the Lord shall not pass away. If God has spoken something, if he's given you a promise, you are on the brink of it. You are stepping into a new season. If you will move forward in faith, open your mouth and say, I will step in by faith. I will step in by faith. Amen. What kept them out? Those 10 spies? And that generation, they were having excuses. And we all have. We say, okay, nobody to encourage us, nobody to help us, nobody to do this for us. But Hebrews 3 says, they did not enter the land because of unbelief. 
they did not believe what god said he will give you you or your city your city means your jericho it might be different from my city but if he's promised you something he will give it to you glory be unto the name of jesus all that was needed was for them to believe in what god had said maybe about your marriage you're looking at the circumstances and there are conflicts at home problems at home but you forgot what god said about your marriage that it is god who joined you as one unbelief unbelief will keep you out of your promised land as far as they could understand they said listen listen there are giants there are wars too many problems there is corona all the way there is you know situations are bad business is doing not doing good the stock markets are crashing you know all that they had excuses but tonight take the promise of god in your life and say what god has spoken he will fulfill if god said something he will fulfill it open your mouth and say that if god has said something into my life he will fulfill it unbelief must be conquered why they could not enter the promised land or enjoy the promise or take the city was what you call intimidation they were intimidated two of them said let's do it ten of them said we can't do it nobody remembers the ten who said we can't do it you will never remember anybody who tells you you can't do it <laughs> but you will remember who said to you come on you can do it you can do it tell your children that you can do it not you can't do it tell your spouse we can do it we can conquer we can take this land we can enjoy the promise of god we can step into the ministry we can serve god there's nothing impossible with god don't be intimidated if you want to be remembered tell people what they can do not what they can't do don't say she can't cook she can only eat if not for swiggy my life would have been in shambles don't say that <laughs> they were too intimidated to step forward the ten spies or take their promise you know i i did not know in which place but there was a multi billionaire who said i'll give you a million dollars if somebody can swim in my pool from one end to the other you swim in my pool from one end to the other i'll give you a million dollars so a lot of people came up and they turned back the moment they saw the pool because inside the pool were crocodiles so they again this man said a million dollars the check check leave is here you just have to sign your name a million dollars if you can swim from one side to the other nobody he turned back to go and the suddenly there was splash he looked back a guy is swimming and the crocodile is trying to snap at him he reaches the other place he gets out of the water 
This man says, wow, you had the courage to swim in this pool. You had the courage. What's your name? This guy said, before I say my name, I just want to know who pushed me in. <laughs> who, who pushed me in? Who, who pushed me in? I just want to know who pushed me in. But let me tell you, sometimes you need somebody to push you in and tell you you can do it. There are challenges, there are crocodiles, there are challenges, there are battles. But you can make it to the other side. If God be for you, who can be against you? Open your mouth and say, If God be for me, who can be against me? I want to push some of you in. Oh, Rabala, to your God given destiny, to your breakthroughs, to your miracles, to the next level. Radala, you have been on the brink of your miracle, on the brink of your blessing. Hallelujah. Don't turn back. Don't be without courage. But go forward in faith. Don't be intimidated by the enemy. Go forward in the name of Jesus. You know, I had a promise from God that God would use me for his kingdom. But I had my own excuse. I could never stand before two people. I couldn't preach. So I remember still, you know, Joe Chachin would tell me, Joe Zanathan and pastor would tell me, you got to preach, you got to read the Bible. You just got to read a passage of scripture. I would look through that scripture all through the night, pray in tongues all through the night. And when the time, the moment came for me to get onto that pulpit and just read that scripture, I would turn back. <laughs> I would turn back. You know, so finally one day he had all of his team members around that stage so that if I stepped out, they would push me back in. And there was no way out. Yeah, it, it is that deep end. Some, you need sometimes those kind of pushes. If he had not done that, I wouldn't be standing here and preaching tonight. I wouldn't be ministering tonight. Because I had voices telling me, you can't do it. You're a failure, you're weak, you're good for nothing. You can never amount to anything. All those voices. And I felt that way. I felt that way. But there were people good enough to push me. I remember my spiritual father. The first time he asked me to lay hands upon somebody, I said, no, I don't want to. He picked up my hand and laid it upon that person. And that person fell down under the power. Devil began to leave that person. He said, go cast it out. Go cast it out. See, I had a promise that God would use me to the ends of the earth. 102 nations. But I couldn't minister forth in my own, you know, small little groups of prayer. Because I was intimidated. And you have your challenges. When God called me into leadership, I didn't want that. I still don't want that. I'm happy being led. But there would be these pushes. 
to enter the promised land. You're on the brink of it. It might be in your business. It might be in your marriage. Don't be intimidated by the crocodiles, by the challenges, by the depth of that pool. I want to push you in the spirit to fulfilling your destiny. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Raida alam se, raida lesto pramanta lesto Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The third reason why they could not enter into that land was because the Bible calls they had what is called a grass complex. Numbers 13, 33. Numbers 13, 33. Look at that. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which came of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. And so we were in their sight. See, the way you see yourself matters. A grasshopper will never enjoy the grapes or the milk or the honey. God never said you're a grasshopper. The enemy never said you're grasshoppers. They said, we felt like grasshoppers and because we felt that way the enemies also saw us the same way the way you see yourself is the way the enemy will see you the way you see yourself if you see yourself as a failure if you see yourself as somebody defeated somebody who's good for nothing you see yourself in the most inferior way about your life. That's the same way that people around you will talk. If you see yourself as a problem, as a nuisance to life and society and people around, that's the way I used to be. How do you see yourself? See, look at that scripture. It says there in Numbers 13, 33. Read that one more time. And there we saw the giants. There, see, the word plural. We saw the giants. We saw the giants. The sons of Anak, uh. which came of the giants. Uh. And we were in our we own We were? In our own sight. In our own sight. See, all those are plural words. The way you see yourself is important. But how you see people around you is also important. Sometimes we would like to feel and see ourselves in a kind of up there. But we see everybody else as insignificant. And then we have this come and say, loser. <laughs> but here it says, it's just not about how you see yourself, but how you see people around you. Even in family life, if you see yourself as somebody great and then you see your spouse as somebody, hey, she's not that good or he's not that good. You know, you could say they had improper respect for each other. <laughs> they had improper respect for each other. 
grasshoppers, you step on them. Nothing special about them. Sometimes you see your children as grasshoppers. Your family life as grasshoppers. Your church as grasshoppers. Stop seeing the people whom God has put into your life as grasshoppers. We are not a grasshopper church. We are people who will take the city for the glory of God. God has given us the city. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. We will enjoy the promises of God in our lives. See a fulfillment of that promise. We are a holy nation, royal priesthood, a special treasure unto God, called out of darkness unto His marvelous light to declare His praises. We are the Joshua generation. <laughs> the generation that will enjoy the blessings of God. Raidanam. I speak it over your life. Let's march into the promised land together and take the city for the glory of God. Amen. Look at somebody sit next to you and say, forgive me for seeing you as a grasshopper. Say that to me. You actually saw me as a grasshopper? Seriously. Now why are you asking me forgiveness? <laughs> Many times we like to see ourselves as the pitiful me, the poor me. Life is so unfair. If I was born in the whatever, 1960s or 1980s or whichever, your fancy year, everybody's got their own. (laughs) If you see yourself that way, you will never make it through. You will never make it through. But I didn't come to tell you that. Amen. Taking your city means getting and achieving what God wants you to achieve. Getting and achieving achieving what God wants me to achieve. What God wants me to achieve. You believe that God wants you to achieve something? We have promises of 102 nations. We have promises of God using our church as a revival hub. We have promises that many, 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 if not all in the church will serve, will walk in signs, wonders and miracles. We have promises from scripture which says in the last days God shall pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Your young men, your old men, your young woman, your old woman will see dreams and visions and will begin to prophesy. We have promises from God. In the last days, the glory of God shall fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. Oh, we have promises. In the end time, God shall raise up an army that will declare His wonders, will move in signs, wonders and miracles. If you're one of them, stand up wherever you are. Lift your voice to Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Give a shout unto God. God has got an army marching through the land. Oh, open your mouth and give a shout to Jesus tonight. Whoa, come on, church. Say, I belong in the army of God. God's got an army marching through the land. Deliver.
sisters that song with healing in their hands everlasting joy and gladness in their hearts and in this army let me hear you one more time God has got an army marching through the land deliverance sisters on with healing in their hands everlasting joy the song with healing in their hands everlasting joy and gladness in their hearts and in the army let me so let us shout shout the victory the enemy is under our feet so let us shout hallelujah the enemy is under our let us shout. Shout the victory. Oh. The enemy is under our feet. Hallelujah. So let us shout. Shout the victory. The enemy is under our feet. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. I wish we were in church. We could have celebrated and did a praise march for the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Joshua stepped into leadership from Moses who moved in signs and wonders. Moses moved in signs and wonders. But he could never take the children of Israel into their promises, into the promised land. Moses was a charismatic leader, but Joshua, he didn't do much signs and wonders like Moses. But he took the people further. Further, the time of going around the mountains, what is the use of signs, wonders and miracles if you're just going around in the same pattern in your life, going around, going around in life. But I believe 2022, you will go forward further than you ever done in your life by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Joshua got them further. Praise be to the name of Jesus. About Joshua, when you look at it, the people said to him, yeah, there's an interesting scripture. My God, and God said, God is going to raise up some people like that in the church. So I just got to read it. Joshua chapter 1. You know, when God called Joshua, verses 16 onwards, the people, the leaders with Joshua. I hope my leaders say this. The leaders were with me. And the leaders with Joshua said, and they commanded Joshua saying, all that thou hast commanded us, we will do. Okay, imagine how easy it is to lead. <laughs> all thou hast commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just like we listen to Moses, we'll listen to you. Let God be with you. As he was with Moses. And they're saying, the leaders are saying, 
if anyone in the congregation rebels against thy commandment not against god's against thy commandment and does not hear your word not god's word hear your word we will put him to death <laughs> can you imagine that wow if you have leaders who will have that kind of boldness with you saying i, I am seeing you know a lot of housewives women who will say you come into the church and do something crazy we just gonna <clears throat> give you a holy fest That's great leadership. Okay. Let's not let's continue with the message. Okay, I don't know why yes. I just had to put it in there. <laughs> I just had to put it there. <laughs> Blessed be the name of Jesus. Joshua fought 31 battles, he won them all. Now look at the 6th word chapter. And verse 1 which we read Now Jericho was straightly shut up ah. because of the children of Israel none went out and none came in See the first five chapters Joshua has gone through the land and the army has defeated everybody Jericho hears the Joshua and the army are coming and they shut the door tightly And look at the second verse And the Lord said unto Joshua That is the most important thing say that with me the Lord said, said unto unto Joshua Joshua Amen you want to take the city you want to see the fulfillment of the promise of God over your life the most important thing is what is the Lord saying to you Most people will listen to everybody except God They will hear every news except the news that comes from the presence of God. The Lord said unto Joshua, don't look at the circumstances how tightly the city is shut, how high the walls are, the soldiers over the walls, don't look at all that. The Lord said unto Joshua, I have given into thine hand Jericho. Do not judge your future by your present situation. Say that with me, I should not judge my future. I should not judge my future by the present situation. By the present situation. The circumstances were not as if God said that. But God said given you the city <laughs> when the walls are high and the gates are formally shut god said i've given it to you amen the soldiers are on the other side of jericho god said i've given you the city say that with me the city is mine the city is my mine. breakthrough is mine breakthrough the promises mine. of god are mine in jesus christ jesus hallelujah christ. Amen. amen don't look at life through these eyes see beyond your natural eyes see past the job that you are doing right now or the marriage or your children the immediate see past that look past your present situation 
as a matter of fact the lower or the pain more painful your life might be right now look beyond that because as much as low you are right now or in pain the way you are right now greater are the heights of what god has kept for you that's a prophetic word over somebody tonight you're going through much pain you're going through much confusion in your life in your marriage look beyond that at the promise of god at the word of god which says i have given you the victory i've given you the city praise be to the name of jesus hallelujah i've given you the impossible say that with me god has given me the impossible god has given me the impossible amen, amen. hallelujah glory be unto the name of jesus look beyond that the beatles the group how many of you know beatles what are those anointed <laughs> just kidding beatles when they when they formed the group you know people said we can't even put your label nobody will even read the label of your group forget your songs michael jordan could not even make it into his school basketball team do you know that Thomas Edison you are a failure the teacher said you are a failure Abraham Lincoln lost eight elections and then became the president Walt Disney was told you have no imagination but they went past that how much more you and me as children of god as people who have the promises of god in our lives glory unto the name of jesus lift your hand and say i have to see beyond i have to hear the word of the lord and see beyond i have to see beyond amen see this word is very important the second verse underline that word and the lord said unto joshua see see S E E C When the walls are standing in front high the gates are shut God is telling Joshua see look beyond these walls look beyond these doors that are shut see Wow. If you get nothing from the word, look at that word. See. The word will always give you a vision, a picture. You might be just existing now, but have a vision. See. See. Your wilderness season being over. your past defeats being turned into victory see see yourself crossing the jordan see yourself enjoying your family life see yourself your children being blessed your business flourishing see 
picture in your mind look at life differently tell somebody look at life differently differently what's the picture in your mind of your family life of the church of people around you of your business of what god has given you what's the picture what do you see miles monro says five, five things actually about vision he says vision will determine your friends your vision should determine your friends there are some people in your life you who don't want your vision to be a reality there are people who will drain you and there are people who will help you there are either people helping you to fulfill a vision or restricting you have realized that god gave me a vision and all that burns in my heart by the grace of god is to fulfill what god has told me to do i don't want to please anybody i don't want to upset anybody but my priority is i have to do what god has asked me to do and there are people who will step in to either help you with that or people who will say restrict you i'm very clear that i don't want anybody to hold me down in my life and neither should you neither should you because your vision determines your friends vision will determine how you spend your money vision will determine that what do i spend my money for as a matter of fact some of you have misspent what god gave you you know in the initially when you know, i still remember when we started the prayer most of the people who came were people who had never amounted to anything in life to be honest and then god blessed them and then god took them further than they ever thought god gave them great marriages good resources good jobs businesses homes vehicles and all that and then they forgot they still have needs and that will never never run out still have but they forgot the reason for why god initially blessed them it is said that you know uh you need a dock dock a doc d means direction where am i going what's the direction of my life o means organization which means structure 
whether it be business or ministry there's a structure and people have responsibilities it's a structure anything that grows anything that god wants to release his resources has to have that and c stands for cash you need cash so most people do not even know where they are going they don't have vision they, they can't even see the promised land they can't they just going in like oh something good happens that they don't come under any structure they just on their own having their own trip don't do that you need it it is when you have those first two things in place that god gives you the resources the cash comes in and to spend it wise wisely according to the vision is important Are you still with me tonight? Lift your hand and say Jesus. Jesus. Give me eyes to see. Give me, eyes to give me see. pictures in my mind. Give me, give me, vision. Give me vision. Give me direction. Give me, direction. Give me the structure, Lord. Give me the structure, Lord. I give you glory and honor. You glory Thank you Jesus. In Jesus name. Jesus. Amen. There's always a structure. You need to be submitted somewhere. Be accountable somewhere. You can't just flow through life and think, ah Okay. See, vision determines your attitude. Attitude. All of you have good attitudes, don't you? Some have negative, bad attitudes. Most of the time they have because they don't have a vision. They have no picture. Four. vision gives you or determines your priorities seek ye first the kingdom of god and its righteousness everything else will be added unto you my priorities in the kingdom what god wants to please the lord that's my priority that's what's burning in my heart You know, I'm, I'm, I've been very surprised. You know, to be very honest, I haven't had a free day in the last two, three, three years. Not a free day. Until you know, my mentor told me, your wife and kids are also priority. Don't be a father to everybody and not your children. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we don't. Okay, we, we haven't reached anywhere, but I close with this: vision determines your investments. 
invest into your future don't consume everything invest into your future they were on the brink of it and god said see i've given you the city we know the 20th verse and when the people shouted six days they walked around the walls seventh day they shouted shout shout unto god with a voice of triumph before the walls fall down shout the impossible will become possible it is easy to shout after your breakthrough after you get that visa to wherever and after you get that promotion and after you get that it is easy to shout but when you are on the brink of it see shout when the people heard the sound of the trumpet the people shouted with great shout and the wall fell down flat and people went up into the city every man straight before him and they took the city you will take your city you will see the promises of god fulfilled in your life see god is opening up your understanding is opening up your spiritual eyes is giving you vision he is helping you to prioritize your life and step forward for the glory of god and see the goodness of god come into your life uh, lift your hands and praise the name of the lord lift your voice and give a shout unto god thank you jesus